0: dare to be amazing, dare to succeed, dare to fail, because all are reflection of those who dare to try. Stay tuned for our Spring into Action for Success Part 2 with our wonderful guest, Mahogany Otter. to the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea.
1: Hello and
0: welcome, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now Radio show. I am your host and executive producer, Ria Wolke, also known as Coach Ria. Welcome and thank you so much for being here. Happy Thursday. Whatever you are, whatever you're doing, thank you for being here. So we are celebrating seven years on this show today. So with your support, we continue to do the show and we continue to provide you helpful tips and information to help you position yourself and your business for success. Just a quick intro, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. Your Life Now is a professional executive coaching, training, marketing, and PR company. On this show, we invite best-selling authors, thought leaders, and sometimes I host the show solo to provide you with helpful tips, and information. If you'd like to know more about us and how we could be of service to you or to your business, please contact us at yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will get right into our today's show, recap what we talked about last week from Spring into Action for Success Part 1 with yours truly, and today is part two of Spring into Action for Success with our amazing guest, Mahogany Artists. Mahogany will be sharing her way of managing and positioning herself for success. Just please remember that this show is intended to be for information purpose and thought provoking. So by applying any of the information we share here on the show, you are agreeing to take full responsibility for your action. All I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. After all, it is your life, so why don't you live it your way? We'll be right back. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments.
0: My friends, you are listening to your Life Now show where your life and your business matters. I am your host and executive producer, Ria Wilkie, also known as Coach Ria. Welcome in. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate each one of you guys for listening to the show live, archived, or on our website at yourlife.info. Of course, we are on Stitcher app. We have a lot of platforms that we broadcast our show on. And uh, we appreciate every avenue that our listeners and our fans um, follow to listen to the show. And of course, if you have any questions, please reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to um, see how we can be of service to you. So today we are doing Spring into Action Part 2. Last week in Part 1, I was your host and I was actually your guest as well, of course. And uh, we talked about um, spring being, you know, when, when you think about uh, spring cleaning, right, people think like spring cleaning, what do you do? You, you get rid of something that is old. You allow something new to come in. Uh, to me, spring uh, represents uh, the beginning of a new life again. I mean, things get dormant, and then miraculously, I don't think anything happens, you know, uh, accidentally, but it's just, you know, when you feed the soil, when the soil is, is very well nourished, things start to come back out. You know, the trees start to blossom. You know, the, the, the grass starts to come out. Uh, you see this beautiful flower. To me, it represents beauty and life. And it is the best time to evaluate what you are doing right now and what have you done thus far. Now, we're talking here in a general. So this you can apply this into your life, your personal life. You can apply this into your professional life. You can apply this into your business, your business plan, your goal for your business, your team. So definitely, you know, um, it's a great time because now we're almost talking about one quarter of 2018 almost has gone, right? So we still have three quarters. So we now we're looking at the glass half full, not half empty. Now we still have a plenty time to make your impact this year. And don't wait for tomorrow because if you're fearing what happens tomorrow, you know, that will stop you of doing things right now because that's all it matters. So taking responsibilities, you know, without judgment, it's it's a great way to start by evaluating, writing things down, looking at your list, see what's going on, what had worked. What didn't work? When we get our, our guests and co-hosts on the show, you know her her idea of how, like, you know, I would never repeat my mistake. So when we repeat our mistakes, we're just basically doing the same mistake in a different way. We're not getting a different result. So just keep that in mind. So when you make a mistake, recognize that was a mistake. So that way you're not repeating it again. You evaluate. You take a close look at what have you done thus far and where you are right now, it's really, really, really important to bring yourself back to where you are right now and what are you doing right now? Because if you want to, I mean, I, you know, they call me the queen of now for a reason and my company, it it called your life now for, I mean, it called for a reason. The reason is now is all there is. If you just think about that, this moment is all you can control. So what are you doing with it right now? So I know what I'm doing right now. I'm sharing with you some helpful tips and information that hopefully it will be useful for you that you can take and implement it or use what what you think it works for you and then put it into action. But the key thing is to take steps. To take those steps and those steps have to be forward. So if you looking at things, like, so okay, you say, well, Rhea, you know, I know where I am and I just don't like where I am right now because I really wanted to be in a different place right now, but I'm still not there. Well, that's okay. So at least you acknowledge that. So you're going to ask yourself the next question is why am I still stuck here? What action steps have I taken or not taken that prevented me from moving forward? So think about, Everything happened in motions. Everything happened in action. So if there is no action, there is no movement. And so we all moving. Is the question is, are we moving forward, or are we moving backward? So it's spring, new life begins again. Life never, you know, went anywhere. It's just basically, you know, that's when you plant in the seed. You reap your fruit later on. You reap all these things that comes out later in the summer. All these things happen because of what you're doing right now, right? So, if you have you feel you have yourself get stuck, we talked about some of the things also as far as making sure that you ask for help. Your help could be from someone that you, of course, I always say never share your ideas, your innovations, or anything like that with anyone who does not support the same thing that you. Are about. That make sense? So basically, you don't talk about something with someone who's going to tell you, why are you doing that? You're never going to get this thing done. It's never going to work. This negative reaction is going to have a reaction on you and how well you do as well. So you want to have mastermind with someone that you trust? Could be someone that you are close to. Could be a friend. Could be someone a partner. Could be a team on your in your business. Could be someone that you know they have the same agenda as you are, complete match. I always think about Napoleon Hill when I think about this uh, masterminding. Napoleon Hill, everybody knows Napoleon Hill. Uh, think and Grow Rich, right? His famous book that was written and translated in God knows how many languages. He started the mastermind uh, concept, and his mastermind partner was his stepmother. So it really doesn't matter who you are partnering with to help you through your process. You can, uh, you know, hire an advisor or a mentor or a coach like what we do at Your Life Now, or you can try to see what you need and try to make sure that you try to get it from somewhere else, because sometimes when we try to do, I talk to my, with my guests about this, when we try trying to do, we have so much on our plate, we try to get overwhelmed, right? We get overwhelmed, and then therefore things do not get accomplished. So simplify. Simplify, don't amplify. Those have always been my motto. I mean, I, I, can, I don't want to have the show talking about some of the things that I have done throughout the years to actually prove that this is concept. Is so much effective than trying to amplify things. So when you have an idea, nourish that idea. Think about that idea in detail. Do your research. Find out if this is something that you want to take it further or you just want it to be, you know, something that you enjoy doing here and there. Just think about why. What is your why? I mean, most people, don't want to like, because people say, oh, I know what I want. Uh, probably not. And the reason I'm saying that and not to be, you know, discouraging, because most of us don't really know the why. If you know what you want, you know why you're doing it. And if you, your general answer is going to be, well, because I want to make money. I want to have a bigger house. I want to, all these material things. You're really missing on the real true reason of what you're doing. you doing it first. I mean, I think, you know, if you create a passion towards something that you really want, really, really bad, and we're going to talk about this on the show, and you're going to really be inspired today. So get ready to do that. Um, you really have to think about what would it like, what would it be like if you accomplished this? What would your life look like? And what would you do with it? How can it improve your life? Because if we take it into a level that is so much wider than what we can perceive it to be at this moment, we we'll realize that might not be the thing that we want. Or we might realize, oh, I need more facts. I need more this. I need. I need. I need. I need to make this idea become a form and a reality, so it can become a form in the physical world. Right. So, recapping again. Know where you are, know, evaluate your progress, what have you done so far, write these things down, take full responsibility, that's really, really important, taking full responsibility of every action that you take, because everything that we do is by choice, and when people think that there is an external things that control their action, uh, they leave leaving it up to that external world. I think when we really regroup ourselves and we have solid uh, foundation, we have a nourishing soil, we can pretty much plant and build anything that we want. But they have to be strong. You have to have a, a healthy soil to plant your seed for your success, and you have to have a strong foundation to
1: build from there.
0: So we're gonna take a short break. And when we come back, we will bring on our amazing guest, Mahogany Art. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Happiness for Survival. Stage play. Promo. Director, writer, producer, and actress. Mahogany Artis. Enjoy the promo.
1: I can't think I could never see this day seem so far away, hey, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, it's so funny how quick things can change, don't wanna make the same mistakes, hey, Over-
0: bring on the air the amazing human being and a friend of mine Mahogany Ayat also known as Mahogany Artist to the show Mahogany is a self starter all around creative human being who is driven by passion to succeed no matter what obstacle stands in her way. For the past 20 years, she credits passion for her ability to serve various communities in many capacities, from being a host to being a performer, a creative director, motivational speaker, a spoken word artist, collaborator, songwriter, inspiring and enlightening individuals and organizations alike and shining a light on the need for creativity to be nourished via the arts because it celebrates and champions exploring all possibility for life's journey. Please help me welcome to the show the amazing and wonderful Mahogany artist. Thank you so much for being here, Mahogany. Welcome, my friend. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me back, Raya. I had an amazing time the first time. I know I'm going to have an amazing time today. I'm excited.
0: Oh, we are going to have an amazing time.
1: Two years ago? Was it two years ago?
0: You've been on the show. You came That's on the show, it. right? About That's two years right. ago. That's right. And since last last time that you did, uh, you, I mean, you came on the show, we, um, you know, you had your play, Happiness, I'm trying to remember if I have it, Happiness for Survival, right? Wasn't it? Um, that's right. That's right. Happiness for Survival. And now, let me see what you've been up to. Well, you can tell us. I'm not to have to read it. Tell us what you've been up to since 2016, now that we're in
1: 2018. <laughs> Oh, it's been a whirlwind since then. Um, I've been so happy and blessed to have so many opportunities that have been extended to me by the networking that I've done. So it's definitely important to network with like-minded individuals because you never know where you can collaborate and help each other out. Well, initially I went to the American Black Film Festival. I'm a huge fan, and the year that I went, right after I met Uria, and we had our amazing exchange. I went to the American Black Film Festival, and I met with some people that were like, you know, Mahogany, you have so many ideas. Why don't you come up with a film that you want to do and just do it? And I was thinking to myself, like many people, okay, yeah, it's exciting to say do it, but then you think about film crew, or you think about budget, and you think about what's the story going to be about, and who can you get, and all the details that go into making something happen, it just didn't feel like, oh, just grab a you know cell phone and just turn on the camera and just go. It just felt like it's so much more entailed, and I didn't know where to start, but I was determined to do it. So um, that next year, I produced Beautiful Eclipse, and it's a documentary about those who love the skin there, and so I was very passionate about it, very excited about it, and it was amazing that once you set your mind to what you want to do you kind of almost zero in on everyone that would be a great subject for your film, everyone that could be a help in some way. And people were rolling up their sleeves, just jumping in there to help me. I mean, it was beautiful. So I was grateful that that actually went off and that we had it debuted at the Wiley H. Bates Legacy Center in Annapolis, Maryland. It was beautiful, the turnout that we had and, I, could have, I couldn't have been happier. I was so shocked by it. I mean, happy that all the hard work paid off because a lot of people work hard and sometimes you're still disappointed and you don't get the outcome that you've worked so hard for. But I was happy that this time I worked so hard and it actually paid off. So I was really thrilled about it. That's beautiful.
0: Congratulations on that. I just read something today. They, they said working hard requires working hard or something like that, or, you know, to the sense because it will pay off. Um, and apparently, you know, um, sometimes we might not see it, you know, when we're doing it. It's just because it's like we're so anxious to, for the result, right? We're just like, we're gonna make it, you know. I, you know, I, I know, especially like when you, you know, you're performing, or um, in a sense of like, you know, you have deadline or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, you know, can I make this, you know? And you you work hard at it, but you follow your step. Were you listening to a recap from last week? Do you think you follow some of these, you know, process yourself as as an artist and also as an entrepreneur? Because I will say you are an entrepreneur as well.
1: I have a type personality so I always feel like excellence is the minimum. It's a great way to be, but it's a gift and a curse of sorts because I'm very seldom ever content with anything. I always feel like something could be better. I always feel like I could have done more. I always feel like I could work harder. Even if I don't sleep for three days in a row, I still feel like I could have taken less sleep in, and sometimes that makes you like a neurotic, crazy person, but that's what passion will do. Passion will make you crazy, but is there any other way to live? So for me, I think when I would get by doing so many things and having so many irons in the fire because if this doesn't work, maybe this will work. And if this doesn't work, maybe that will work. Or maybe all of them work at the same time. And how exciting would that be? For me, I had to start keeping a gratitude log because it's so easy to zero in on the flaws or what fell short that you don't celebrate the things that you've actually accomplished. So for me, I said, you know what? I'm not going to journal the things that didn't go well because those things stay with me and I know what those things are and I want to figure out how to do it better next time. But what I will do is I'll journal the things that I've done great. And when I went back one day to look at it, I was amazed at how many things I had actually gotten right. I was amazed at how many things Mm -hmm. actually had everything to do with pushing me forward and having, you know, perpetual movement. So I was excited about that. So for me, sure, I, I think in terms of you know, what was on the blog last week, sure, you do a lot of different things. You you research, you study harder, you network, you get with people of like minds, you save your dreams, and you save your dreams in a way where you're not telling everybody so they can shoot your dreams down. You're only telling uh, those who are going to nurture and encourage and even tough love and give you the honest truth, but still in an encouraging way to propel you forward so that you can succeed. So I think I've done everything like anybody else has done. And I think sometimes on the outside, if you see somebody that maybe attempted something and they say, "Well, this is my first audition ever. And I got the role. and the next thing I've been on 50 shows and I'm on the right carpet. And you're like, is, are you kidding me? I've been doing this for so long and I haven't even gotten some of those, uh, opportunities and that's what a lot of people feel and think so sometimes it can be very very discouraging and then you'll hear people say you know be patient and do this but sometimes you can patience yourself right into 20 years of working hard and never seeing any benefit right so and, it's and important you become, to have
0: you become procrastinated, right like you, you, it becomes yeah, procrastination
1: you because like, you feel like well even if you're not procrastinating sometimes You're going and you're going and you're going, but people see the anxiety that comes with striving after something for so long and not seeing it pay off in the way that you felt like it should. And I think that those people, because they don't have your same passion, they'll just try to calm you down and say, you know what, you have to be patient, not even knowing how many years, months, weeks, days that you've put into it or the sacrifices along your journey. So sometimes it's a matter of patience. Sometimes it is not. Sometimes it's a matter of being in the right place at the right time. They say that luck is when, you know, uh, preparedness meets opportunity. And the opportunity, but maybe they're not prepared. Some people are prepared but never really feel like they got the opportunity. And so – Everything has its place in time, but I think there's people like Ava DuVernay. She's an amazing director, but she didn't get started in her teens or twenties. You know, she got started rather recently, but she's doing amazing. So that just goes to show you, there's no hard fast rule of when you have to start or when it's too late to get into the game. It's just a matter of being passionate enough to sustain yourself. So once you're in the game, you can actually take it that much further, that it's not going to be a quick burnout for you. You're not going to falter under one or 10 or 100 disappointments. You'll still be able to pledge ahead and do something great. And for me, I'm about inspiring and enlightening all at the same time. I know what I felt when I saw different people on TV or what I felt when I saw certain people on uh theater, on stages, and and I felt like I could do that, and I was very little, like three, three years old. I was like, I can do that, and I knew that I could, and I think sometimes people have a tendency to tell you what you didn't know. You were three years old. How could you know? You know what you know. You know, sometimes, you know, things are innate. God gives us gifts, and we know them. We discover them early. Some people discover their gifts late. I was one of those ones that discovered my gifts very early, and I knew what I could accomplish and what I could do, and I didn't really sit around and let anybody stop me and that's one thing that's good about being a kid you really don't sit around and let anybody talk you out of what you can do you're just too busy doing it and I think sometimes we falter with that as we get older as adults we just kind of let self-doubt creep in or you know having to pay the bills you get behind the eight ball and just trying to survive so you forget that it's important to live out your dreams, and that has everything to do with your survival and everything to do with your happiness, which is where happiness for survival came from. <laughs> it came from being right. No, I mean that makes a lot thinking. of sense, and, and
0: it, yeah, you know, um, you're. I'm following your, your your thoughts here when you were saying um, when you logging down the things that worked because that's absolutely um, very important. Because I mean, I have tons of journals, and you never see anything negative written in them. Nothing. No, not an absolutely because, you know, you already know the mistake. I think you need to recognize it because you don't want to repeat it. That's that's what we talked about. Like, you know, when I was recapping um, from last week, it's really important that you know your mistakes, but yeah. don't emphasize on them. That means don't like write them down. Oh, I, you know, that I shouldn't have done this and blah, blah, blah. No, you got to write the stuff that actually did work for you, because when you look back and you read them, it's like, oh, I need to do more of those. This works. Exactly. What, what else can so I God do to, 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 that would work? You know, it's, it's really interesting because um, I think, uh, you know, again, I'm uh, paying attention to the things that you were saying. You were saying as a kid, you know, you, you get involved in what you're doing and you just keep on doing. And a lot of time, you know, there is unfortunately that programming part of things that, you know, gets embedded into our, our mind, right, into our brain. Um, you know, how we were raised, what kind of beliefs we have, what we were told, you know. Um, not We're not talking about Freud's philosophy here because I don't believe the guy is a smart guy. <laughs> He's that now, so we don't have to think about it. But anyway, I don't think like, oh, it's all about, you know, how your dad and your mom. No, it's really all about, like, you know, all these programs that we access every time we take action um yeah you know for the longest time you know you you I mean depends on how old you are I mean you've been programmed from the day that you were born and even before you know you, you even when we were in our our, our mother's wound we, we 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 hear we feel um we we sense everything even in the wound which is amazing also the the, the the enforcement, like the feedback, you know, whether you're getting constructive feedback from from your peer, your family, your environment. And that's why it's really important um the foundation, you know, that starts at home, you know. Uh but it does not mean like I like I would say leaders, I'm not I didn't say that, but it's been said that leaders were not born. They were made. Um, successful people are made, right? So you hear all these like uh, amazing stories about people who have accomplished things regarding all the adversity that they had because they didn't allow those programs to dictate what they're going to do next. Um, so for that reason, you know, every step that we take, everything that we do, we have to calculate it in the fact that we know um, our action and then Get up, you know, like we basically. But what you want to do is live with the consequences of that action and take responsibility for it, because most of us will say, you know what. I couldn't do this because my father told me I can't do that. Or I couldn't do this because I don't have the money to do this. Well, then, you know, what are your your assets? What can you do? What can you provide? How can you collaborate? How can you, you know, I mean, it was so, I love the fact that you reached out to me after two years. And it was overdue because I was really thinking about you. And I'm always thinking about all these empowering uh, female artists or f- females in general who are so passionate about what they do and when i speak to you can we tell our audience how long we were on the phone together <laughs> oh
1: uh, i think it's like a i can't believe
0: it i could have like stayed <laughs> with you it was what it was an awesome
1: long hour.
0: long conversation that you and i had off the end. and it was so
1: <laughs> empowering it was so empowering
0: to hear you it was feel your
1: it was it was a give and take kind of good you know good time it was a give and take i mean you inspired me and i hope i inspired you and it was just so much feel good energy and i it could have lasted forever
0: well we're going to try to take a short break and when we come back we will continue our show today spring into action for success part two with our amazing guest mahogany artist please stay tuned we'll be right back
1: your life now radio show with coach ria will return in just a few moments
0: We are so excited about the new things we are working on to make Your Life Now Radio Show the place where you can learn and share your message with the world. For more detail on how you and or your business can participate and get involved, contact us at www.yourlifenow.info and we'll be more than happy to share with you how we can help you and your business By sharing you, your business, and your message with the world, whether your world is local or global, we have great solutions and ideas for you. For more information, contact us at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now Show. I am your host and the executive producer, Ria Wilkie, also known as Coach Ria. Welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. So before the break, we are um, having a great conversation uh, with my guest and co-host, Mahogany artists. And we were talking about, you know, some of the, the things about that how we can accomplish things in our passion and our dreams. And a lot of inspiring stuff and we can continue discussing this and uh, um, I hope you find this very informative and make sure that you reach out to us if we could be a more assistant to you at your life now info um, now again Mahogany is a filmmaker she is uh, she believes in her dreams and she is fueled by passion to succeed no matter what stands in her way her dream is to build artistic legacy that she hoped to uplift, inspire, educate, and motivate others to dream big and to feel alive. So we're going to continue here. And uh, let me ask you this. So what kind of like, you know, mental attitude do you have? Like when you you get up in the morning and uh, you face the world, or you're ready to face the world. What what do you what what your thoughts? What do you what kind of
1: intention? Do you set intentions at all? It depends on the day. Honestly it depends on the day. I mean we're not robots. Every day we wake up we don't feel exactly the same every single day. Even if we'd like to feel uh super energized and super, you know, let's take on the world. You know, we want to do that and some days, you know, life gets in the way and uh it makes it uh very challenging. Like I've lost like three people in the last six months so it's been a challenge for me to uh, bounce back and get back into my artistry and all the things that I want to accomplish and I keep telling myself that when I get back into the swing of things I'll be able to honor these people that I lost with my work and I'll be able to honor them by accomplishing my dreams and that helps Mm -hmm. me to get back on track instead of being so uh overwhelmed by the grief Um, that I'm currently dealing with. So it depends on the day. Um, The days that I have uh, an agenda, like say there are certain days, like for instance, there was a book signing with Beverly Bond for Black Girls Rock. And I have been trying to present poetry on Black Girls Rock stage for the last eight years. And that's a true story. It's been literally eight years. And I let Miss Bond know that when I saw her, I said, Miss Bond, I've been trying to get with you for eight years. So what happened was leading up to that day, I think I had a week to prepare that I knew she would be in Maryland. And so having a week to prepare, it was different every day. I was thinking about, you know, what how I would use my time when I did see her and when I got the opportunity to speak to her, what angle, what, you know, what would I say? How would I use my time? Because maybe I only had 15 seconds. Maybe I had 30 seconds. You know, I didn't have time to say, when I was three years old, like this bond doesn't have that kind of time. (laughs) So I had to get straight to the point and I really strategized and I really thought about, how I can make the most out of that meeting and being engaged with her. So it worked out wonderfully. You know, I got there and, you know, I did what I came to do. I got to meet Miss Bond and talk with her, and I did an impromptu poetic performance, which she really appreciated, and she loved it. And so it was a really feel-good feeling. So when I wake up in the morning, depending on what's on my plate to accomplish – Sometimes it's reaching out to Raya after two years, seeing how she's feeling and chopping it up with her and not knowing that maybe a 10-minute conversation is going to turn into four hours. Sometimes it's actually emailing someone, following up with them, because I networked with them the other night at an event, and we had a good time and good vibes, and I think they'd be great to collaborate with. Other times, oh, you know, you have to get back on that video that you were going to do, and you need to check with the editor and see what we can make happen. So it depends on what's on my plate of things to do, but I think that I try to start off my day knowing that it can be done. It's just a matter of putting in the work. And once I know that it can be done just by putting in the work, it makes everything else just like you're going through the motions. You know it can be done, you just have to do the work. And so that's the thing that I've never been able to sidestep. You have to do the work. When I was on this one set as an extra for the billionth time in my eye anyway, I just was so frustrated. I felt like always a bridesmaid, never a principal actor, and I know that I'm a talented actress. And so that frustration, it pushed me to write my very first stage play love laughing to create that wouldn't have happened without me being frustrated so sometimes there are good things that come out of the frustration sometimes there's good things that come out of the disappointments and the hurt you don't always see it like that when it's happening because all you feel is hurt and disappointing <laughs> you feel disappointment and hurt and that's a tough spot to be in especially when you don't have the support that you may want or need but it made me so sick and tired of feeling so invisible when I knew that I had a voice and I was like I have a voice and I will be heard and the way that I used my voice was by writing and directing and producing my very own stage play and I swear I probably slept maybe twelve hours in, in three months. <laughs> but it was
0: it was what I Yeah, it. It no, crazy. I mean but that's Yeah, I mean, sometimes we have to do what we have to do, but what I loved about, you know, um, some of the the highlights of our conversation, which um, I mentioned that I will be sharing it on the air, um, you know, uh, you've been working on something for eight years, and uh, I always say it's like, you know, um, and then you took a step, like you took a big leap of faith that you're going to try something um, out of the ordinary to make sure that you were noticed for that special specific Absolutely. you know um, thing, and you you welcome to to share it. But what I loved about it is the fact that you really brought it to me, and I've been doing this you know for God knows <laughs> how many years now, uh, where you know it's like I'm really involved in in, in everything that I do. I'm I'm um, I'm a planner. I actually. Start my day in a certain way, determining what the day is going to be like. I'm, you know, I've been coming from corporate sales for many years. You have to learn to be disciplined. You have to put everything on the side, your emotion, and focus on what you really want to accomplish for that day. So, yes, we have the high and low, um, but sometimes, like, you know, certain things uh, that we can tweak or do um that can raise our vibration, raise our energy, raise our um, uh, right you know but when you, you but I never really actually felt and and I tell you i've done so many things and accomplished so many things thus far that some people will say it's impossible to accomplish, and I was so determined because you know when I see it being as a challenge, I want to go for it. But when you went after something that you want so bad, I cut the question: Do I really have that really, really strong want that I am willing to do anything for?
1: And I was like, I was like, Oh my God, that is so cool! You did. You do.
0: Oh, Would you, you want to you share that goodness. with us?
1: Yes, I'd love to share it with you. What happened? was when I first saw Black Girls Rock on TV for the first time. I was magnetized. I was so inspired. Can you I tell us what that is I mean, for those who's listening? Yes, I will. Black okay. Girls Rock was, okay, called, was founded by Beverly Bond. She's the creator of Black Girls Rock. And what it was, it started off as a T-shirt. Beverly Bond came up with a T-shirt. And it was made to empower, you know, Black girls. It was made to empower them from all these bad, sad pitiful images that were being shoved down our throats by the media trying to make us feel less than and that we didn't deserve everything that we did deserve. And so she thought, wow, T-shirt's too small. So she decided to come up with a platform where we could be inspired and enlightened not just by celebrities, but inventors, scientists, doctors, lawyers, chefs, just teachers, everything to show us what was possible, what we could be. And I feel like although it's called Black Girls Rock and it's to inspire young little black girls, black women also became so inspired by it. And it just started this movement. So, Anything that's about inspiring and enlightening, that's my lane anyway. So when I saw this great platform, I was like, wow, somebody really actually did what I was dreaming about. This is fantastic. So I felt like I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to know how I could help. I wanted to roll up my sleeves and just be a part of the movement because it was so timely, it was so important. So I wanted to, most of the time I tell my stories, by you know poetic license I usually write things and I'm you know it's like a way that I tell my stories poetically usually so I wanted so badly to be on Black Girls Rock I wanted to be on that main stage I wanted to inspire women of color all over the world I just really really was passionate about it so I wrote them and I got on every email that I could find and I called and I left messages and I just did the healthy stalker thing. Like (laughs) I wasn't a creepy stalker. I was a healthy stalker, but I did what I could to get on the same page so that they would know there was somebody out there trying to help. And I know there were a lot of people that were trying to reach them and trying to help But I just wanted to see if I could make the stars align and the dots connect. So anyway, after eight years of trying this and trying that and trying the other, I didn't seem to get, I didn't seem to scratch the surface really. So My dad, he's one of the last few people that I know that read the paper every day, and he showed me that Beverly Brown would be in Maryland uh, on a certain date, and I was like, get out of town. So I definitely didn't have to go to New York to see her. I didn't have to try to go to a different event in a different state. I could actually be in my home state and see if I could, you know, make the stars align. So. I did. I had already made up my mind. When I get there <laughs> and I see Beverly gone, I'm doing an impromptu poetic performance. I'm not asking anybody I for permission. That. I don't I care that. if a security guard picks me up by the throat and carries me out. If they pick me up and carry me out, of there, it will be the loudest, broadest, baddest, wonderful, awesome, dopest performance they have ever seen. And they will remember me. And that's what I made up in my mind. And so sure enough, There were some friends of mine that were there. Are you going to ask her? I said, ask? I'm not here to ask anybody anything. I am here to let Beverly Bond know how serious I am. And so when I performed, you know, people couldn't believe it. They were like, wow, you know, she just went up there, she just did it. And there were a few people left because I made sure that I was like one of the last people in the line so that I wouldn't be interrupted when I did this impromptu performance. And so we wound up talking, and she was like, wow, that's really great, and thank you so much for that. And I said, Beverly I would really love to have it on the main stage for Black Girls Rock. And she was like, well, email me, you know, email the organization. I said, Beverly? She said, yes. I said, I've been emailing you for eight years. And she said, what? Wow. I said, oh, yes, eight years. Now, the best part about the conversation that we were having would have been with her to say, Mahogany will wait no longer. You will be on that main stage. Now, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's, wow, that's awesome. All I know is that I put myself in a position to get my voice heard. That it didn't fall into a hole of emails on some site that I don't know who's retrieving the messages, whether it's volunteers or whether it's not. I didn't have to worry about that because this time I spoke to the woman herself, Beverly Bond, to tell her how passionate I am about getting the message out to inspire women of color and everyone on the black girl. Black Girls Rock Diaspora. So I'm really excited about it. And I also got my book. It was a book signing. And so I got my book. And I read that book cover to cover. I think the event was on a Wednesday. And by next Wednesday, I had read the book cover to cover. And I highlighted all the things in each woman's story inside the book that inspired me. And it was so many things that inspired me, like name your price. Don't let other people tell you what your work is worth. You tell them what it's worth and don't apologize for it. I mean, it was so many things like that. Beverly Bond spoke about how she never bought into the lies that we weren't beautiful or that we weren't intelligent. She spoke to my soul. I never bought into it either, and I don't take anything away from other black girls who have a hard time believing that they're beautiful or have a hard time believing that they can be successful. I don't, you know, shun that because I know that there's a need for, for, you know, to be built up, to be inspired, to be enlightened, to be taught differently. But for me... It wasn't – I never thought my skin was a curse. I never thought that, oh, my gosh, why was I born like this? Why couldn't I be another color, another race? I never felt like that. I was always very comfortable and proud of the skin that I was in. And I wish other people that kind of success, to be comfortable in their own skin, regardless of what their color is, regardless of what their background is or how much money they do or do not have. I've always been that person. So for me, being able to get an eight-year dream accomplished in the way of at least getting to Beverly Bond and telling her about what my passions were, I feel like it's it's just another step to set me up for that success, and that's another dream that will come true because, like Babe Ruth said, it's hard to beat somebody who never gives up, and I don't give up. And I suggest that other people don't ever give up. Everyone doesn't have to subscribe to your dream for your dreams to come true. Everybody else doesn't have to believe I love in your, your dream. Oh, to come I true. It's not it. necessary. And people need to know it's not necessary. I think a lot of times people, there's somebody that bought a lottery ticket and they have millions and millions of dollars, not because they worked hard, not because they work smart. They randomly picked some numbers and it was the luck of the draw and it came out. So it doesn't always mean that hard work equates success. Most times people who work the hardest in these nine to five, they make the least money. Then you have people that invest in stocks and bonds and they make the most money. They didn't break a sweat. So sometimes it's just a matter of believing in your dream and being willing to do the work and, and understanding what your gifts are and don't assume that if, I want to be a world-famous singer. Well, can you sing? Nope. Ever had any vocal lessons? Mm-mm. It's like, well, how do you how do you expect to accomplish that particular goal? Then you have to be, you know, realistic on one end, and I hate that word because I'm such a dreamer and I'm anti-realistic because dreams make the world go. Well, what is not realistic, time.
0: right? I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying because I'm I'm completely with you because everything is a perception of what we think it is anyway. So, what is realistic? You know, realistic, that means that you believe that's the way that, you know, I mean, setting goals has those five things that you need to know about, you know, you have to be focused, it has to be attainable, it has to be realistic, it has to have a time on it, all these things are perception of what you are capable of. So when you believe and you mentioned that so many times when you believe in your ability of something, right? you know you have that belief in yourself that you can accomplish something. Now, what you don't have is all the things that you need to get to accomplish it. So what you do, you do your research, you do your work, you take these action steps, you find out how you can get it to be accomplished and how to make your dream or your belief become a reality. So everything is, Absolutely. like, I mean, to me, like, we, we, yeah, I mean, we focus so much on words, and I know words are very powerful, but we need to focus more on those meanings of those words. What do they mean to you specifically? Not to everybody else, because I think, you know, um, not one size fits all, never is. Um, we no. all, you know, an observer. I always believe that we are observers. Um, some of us are so unconscious of it. Um, some of us, they move on, we, you know, some people move on and, and, with their life, you know, being like robotically programmed, um, they're not really conscious of what they've done or how they got from A to B or how to A to Z, whatever. I think it's just a simple conscious awareness to every fact, to every step, to every action, to every belief, to everything that we are about. What makes a difference, whether we are going to be accomplishing, succeeding, or making that happen? So being, you know, realistic, I don't know. I mean, the word is really being, you know, I mean, or really how you observe it to be, how you take it to be.
1: When when I say realistic, I mean, for instance, there may be somebody that is over 600 pounds and they want to lose, you know, weight and they want to get down to 185 instead of being 600 pounds. yes it can be done. Yes, there's proof that it can be done. Yes, it's happened. It doesn't happen in a month. So when I say realistic and I use that word very modestly because I'm definitely a dreamer, I say to not make a a goal in such a way that it doesn't even make sense with a timeline where you're you're setting yourself up for disappointment before you get started. If you say I want to lose four hundred and eighty pounds in one month, well, that's not realistic. Well, <laughs> it's, right. You know, so I mean, you set yourself for failure. I mean, obviously, absolutely, that's not and that's being, what I'm talking yes. about. Not setting yourself up for right. failure. It's kind of like you can accomplish anything. There's so many people who have had. Negative $0.15, cent, no bank account ever, didn't graduate high school, never went to college, and still went on to be hugely successful because they stuck with it and they knew the importance of doing something well. Not having the most money to start with, per se, but just doing something well. And like Will Smith said, his father is impressed upon him, don't try to build the best house. Build, I mean, lay the best brick, one brick at a time, lay the best brick and after you do that you'll look back you'll step back and you'll see wow out of laying the best brick we have the best built house on the block so it's just a way to think about something sometimes we can think about something in such a grandiose fashion that we kind of negate the foundation we negate what it takes to make it to get it going to get started we negate what it's going to take to overcome some of this disappointment because there will be there will be failures, there will be disappointments, and there will be setbacks. But like they say, your setback is your setup for your comeback. And so it's just different affirmations like that that can get you back on the right track where you don't focus on the shortcomings so much. You focus on how to stay in the game. And it's really a psychological warfare. It's really a psychological endurance more than it's a physical endurance. And even though physically you'll be tired, mentally you'll be tired because there's a lot of sacrifices to be made along the way. And I think for people who have kids and, you know, different things are having to take care of elderly parents. It's a lot of different things to add to your stresses and you're trying to accomplish these, these astronomical dreams at the same time. But man, when you look back over the past year and you see everything that you accomplished, you don't even know how you did it because you were so tired or you had this or that on your brain. It's really empowering. And I tell people share your stories don't just share the pretty parts and the sweet parts. Share everything because that's where the the inspiring comes from. That's where the truth comes right. from. Absolutely. Give right. people a chance to connect to you and to know that they're not weird if they didn't try one time and make a gazillion dollars. Their first try out.
0: That is so true and I you beautifully said it. Um and uh um to just to add to something to what you were saying that I think that's where we fall, you know, we fall short. I think we should know the facts. So, you know, I think when we know the, the facts, I always say, like, you know, like, in order for me to move that step forward, I need to know what is involved in that step forward. So if someone wants to lose 400 pounds and then they think that they can lose it in 400, I mean, in, in one month, they can lose 400 pounds in one month. Do they have all the facts together that support their ability to accomplish that in one month? Hey, maybe you can lose a hundred pounds a month. I don't know if you can do that, you know, um, then that's something that, you know, you can but you have to have a supporting fact. And I think that's what realistic comes in, in, in into, um, you know, you can, obviously I am a dreamer too. And without my dreams, I won't be where I am right now. Um, you know, and I know, you know what I mean? Like i I really think like you know we really have to believe that we're always in the right place, doing the right thing at the right time, but what we are missing it's not the how, it's the fact. What kind of facts do we have i you know I want to go to college, okay, so what do I need to do to go to college or i need to 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 have this play I need to to graduate I need whatever it is that you want, do you have supporting facts? Do you have what you need to accomplish that? And that's where, you know, realistic comes in. That's where attainable comes in. It's not that, you know, oh, well, you know, I need to be uh, realistic. No, you just need to have the facts together. Do you have your facts together? It's just, like, really amazing, like, how much involved into trying to, you know, accomplish things. And we all are dreamers. We are observers. We are, you know, if we just allow ourselves to be. We really do. I think it's just really, it's, it's it's. It sounds complicated. or I mean, it sounds simple, but it's also not complicated. It really is not. I think it's just awareness to you, your ability, your believing in yourself. That's the most important thing. If you have that and then you bring on the supporting facts, then I don't know why. I mean, it's like I used to use that in sales. I used to go to my client. I mean, obviously, you know about me. Is expectation. I'm always about setting expectations. And those expectations are fast, too, right? Those are facts. Yeah. This is what we're doing. This is what comes next, you know. So I used to, like, when I used to go get a um. Uh, – we're talking about huge deals. These people are going to sign up a millions of dollars, you know, uh, deals that for five years or whatever that they're going to give my company that I'm working for, right? But how are they going to yeah. give me that money? So – I have to set the expectation. I have to know the facts. I have to know why would they want to sign up with me? What can I bring into the table? What can I provide them with? I need to tell them, if I can do all these things that I just mentioned and I didn't miss anything because I'm literally repeated everything they told me and more, right? If I can give you all these things that you said, is there a reason why we can't do a business? Is there a reason why we can't accomplish anything at
1: this point? If you lay
0: out all your cards right open,
1: I think when you lay out all your cards and you show that you can get the job done and you can do the job well, it doesn't automatically mean they will choose you. But I think it automatically means that they should. <laughs> they don't have any reason not to. Well,
0: I mean, I team. I think I well, I mean, from my experience, they do, and and why do they do? Because, first of all, if I got the appointment, and you and I talked about the same thing, that's why you walked in and you performed, even though you were not invited in the first place. Because you know, if you can hear them, if they, I mean, if they can hear you, and they can see you, and they can see what you're capable of, yeah. they're not going to say, why are you up there? Do you no, see what no, I'm saying? And I think that's the same there. attitude. Right. I mean, that's the same attitude that no, we I can carry
1: say. on absolutely I just think it works a little differently in showbiz like showbiz is one of those things where you can be incredibly capable but you have no idea what they were looking for like for instance they they could be looking for a 12 year old Asian boy I'm not Asian and I'm not 12 so even though I am terribly talented (laughs) dynamic I can get a job done they have their vision of what they want for their show or what they want for their project so it's one of those things where just in case you don't get selected it has nothing to do with whether you're not great or not you could be one of the best to ever do it I mean I'm a Big fan of interviews, and I've interviewed. I mean, I've looked at interviews from greats like everybody from Sammy Davis Jr. to Will Smith to Angela Bassett to Meryl Streep, and I, I, you know, John Travolta, Dustin Hoffman. I mean, I've not been the least bit, you know small in my scale of who i've listened to their interviews because i just want to know their stories to see how close or how far i am on the mark i've listened to people who went on to be very successful and how they said early in their career they performed their hearts out on all these theater stages just knowing that somebody's going to give their audience and they're going to spot them and they're going to give them the opportunity of their lives so many people say it never happened Never. They've done it for 10 years, and, you know, they say usually overnight success is 10 years, somebody who does something for 10 years. So I think in corporate America it can work incredibly different, than it not that it's not challenging, it's not incredibly hard. It's just a lot more complicated for uh, people in show business because you're at the discretion of people who are looking for what their vision is, and you have no idea what their vision is. They're inside their own brains, right. and you never know what's on somebody else's mind. But I think what it does is it boosted me to create my own work. Instead of waiting for somebody to select me, I selected me. And then I was in a position to give opportunities as opposed to waiting for somebody to give me an opportunity. And when you're in the driver's seat as far as a writer and director, you're respected differently. I don't care what anybody says. I've been on both sides of the coin, so I know how I've been treated when I tell somebody, oh, I'm an actress. And they give you that look like, yeah, everybody is. Every pretty girl thinks she can be an actress. And it was kind of condescended upon. But when I became a writer and director, I was respected differently because I had the power to hold my own auditions. I had the power to say where the and you were right. going to be. So it was different. It made people respect you as a peer as opposed to somebody that they had to throw a bone to. And so I encourage people exactly. get creative, write, create your own work. I know that for the first play that I did, I came up with an idea. It forced me to do it in three months because one of my best friends that I wanted to be in the play, she was flying in for her mother's wedding, and that was the only time she was going to be here. And so it forced me. I held auditions. I didn't have a word on paper. I hadn't wrote a script of any kind yet whatsoever. I just knew what I wanted the play to be about. So I did things totally backwards and panicked everyone. But in three months, we were on stage, and we had a sold-out performance. Only ask me, God had everything to do with that because I have no idea how we pulled that off, but it happened. So sometimes you just got to jump in the water. You can't put your toe in and test, test, test on that pinky toe for how long are you going to do that? You'll never know what the water feels like or if you can swim unless you jump in the water. So just I encourage people to live out your dreams. Live them out loud. Stop looking and asking for other people's permission to be great. You're great as you are. You're brilliant. You're talented. You have everything that God gave you, which is more than enough. Just go. Be prepared. Do your homework. Show Don't off. be afraid of what you And just go. Show up and show out. Just go. Yep, that's it.
0: Beautifully said. We come into the end of the hour here and I have to say I love you. I love what you all about. I appreciate I love you. It. And uh um I see so many people going in and out of the studio. I don't know if you guys were having some difficulties. Um I'm sorry I couldn't get you on the air, but we will <laughs> chew this again. And I just want to put it out there, there is a great possibility of collaboration between myself and uh, Mahogany um, for a beaut- you know, for events where we could be both on stage. Um, and uh, if you'd like to hear more about this, we'd love for you to connect with us and, and see if you support the idea or you want us to come into your neck of the woods and uh, um, to your company, your organization, to your um, uh, whatever you have, non that you want to be inspired or you want people to, you know, um, to be uh, motivated to go after their dreams and their passion. And don't forget to follow us. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, connect with us on LinkedIn. Let's try to see what we can do together to make it a sweet living and sweet success for all. I love Instagram because I love the creative part of, you know, what I do as far as like sharing photos and editing and all these things. I love that. I love that people appreciate the artistic part of, you know, of that. Um, I love the fact, actually, I posted on Instagram today and I see people from Instagram trying to call in this video today. So for those of you guys, I really do appreciate you. I appreciate every single one of you guys, and I appreciate your support and, and keeping us moving and keeping us you know going. Um, you want to hear more of uh, uh, mahogany? Mahogany, you like to share with people where they can um they can find you or also you know connect with you.
1: Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's one of my favorite. I, I'm a LinkedIn kind of girl. And also, you can email me at at msn.com.
0: Beautiful. So, um, you heard it there. Make sure you listen to the show. A lot of great stuff was shared here. And I hope you get inspired to go after your dream and your passion. Um, I always say if you have the passion, you have the will. And if you have the will, you can pretty much do anything, and you can make the impossible possible. Look for insight. Appreciate who you are and know where you are so you know where you are heading. Much love to all. And then please connect with us on our uh, website at yourlifenow.info. The show will be archived the minute we go off the air, and it will be available for you to listen here on this link, the same link that you are listening here. Or on our website at yourlifedown.info on iTunes, Stitcher app, and much, much more. And all those things are available on our website, so you can go in there and check out all the links um, for the platform that we um, we support for the show. Until next time, stay amazing. Much love to all. Thank you so much, Mahogany. We'll be talking you and I, and soon, very soon. Yes, for our next step. In action,
1: <laughs> you.
0: you know anything that you would like to end the show with from you? Hey, how about like a short word, uh, <laughs> spoken words? Would you be able
1: to throw something at us? I'm oh, sure. Sure. Go ahead. I've, I will do this one. Okay. I suspect you want me to ask for your permission, oh, bend it, cause your validation isn't my ambition. No way, no how. That ain't my style. Now don't get me wrong. I'm kind, but so far from a pushover or original design. Do not bother trying to clone her. She is her own, her own lane, her own zone. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it.
1: it. Much love, my
0: friend. Have an amazing afternoon and uh, we will be speaking soon. And to everybody else, stay brilliant. Remember, Dream big, live large, and never, ever, ever let anyone stop you from living your dreams and doing good things for the world. And always aim for fresh alternative to what you have in front of you right now. Happy Easter to all who celebrate. Happy celebration. Happy joy. Just one more thing, it takes collaborations, mutual agreement, and action to make the impossible possible. So go out there and celebrate who you are and join hands and make the impossible possible. And always position yourself and your business for success. Be present. Look for insights. Take action, take small steps, evaluate what you are doing and remember where you are so you know where you are heading. Stay amazing. Much love to all.